It's religion today, it's ideology today, and our secularist friends also have a faith. Some kind of Disneyland fantasy. I know how this is going to get heard in the secular world. Where the pseudo-Christian masks are off. That's nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Apologetics isn't just about giving answers to other people's questions. It's also about learning to question other people's answers or even question the question itself. In a Christian worldview. Welcome to Quantum Number 150. And I want to begin with a fascinating advert for the Sydney Morning Herald. Now, obviously, this is a podcast on a vodcast, and I can't show you the advert. But as the music plays, um, well, this is the, this is the music. Let me read you some of the text. It says, Dear close minds, you're pol- you've polarized, ostracized, you started wars, racism, sexism, you really changed the world, and that said over a picture of pollution. So consider this as cease and desist. Now, they, they don't put the word order in, but that's what they're saying. They're, they're ordering us. Ongoing close mindedness will be met with extreme deep inquiry, difficult questions. Don't say we didn't warn you. Sydney Morning Herald, minds open wide. Now, those are entirely admirable sentiments in some ways. Uh, the It was interesting, the difficult questions was over the picture of someone holding a Bible. Now, here's the thing. I, I read the Sydney Morning Herald every day. I have not noticed them asking difficult questions, doing deep inquiry, or having minds wide open. Their issues, or their, their stance on, on every issue, is the same. It's woke. Um, As regards the Bible, they mock evangelical Christians. And we get very little say. If you read their letters page, sometimes I've looked in. I remember one time I wrote in, and I think there were 12 letters attacking some aspect of Christianity. None the other way. And I knew that they'd received some. I'd written one, and I knew others had written as well. Ironically, the Sydney Morning Herald do polarize, do ostracize. I'm not saying they start wars. But they certainly encourage so many of all of the conflicts. And even the, the advert itself kind of says, these are the right attitudes you have. If you don't have these attitudes, you're out. Well, quantum exists to provide, I hope, an open mind. I hope we want to provide information. I want you to make up things for yourself. Obviously, I'm offering you my opinions. Uh, and I'm doing so today with uh, <laughs> a sore voice as well. All right, let's go on to some world news. Now, I'm going to do some follow-up. I received a lot of correspondence and information so uh, from last week. So I'm going to... Uh, Burkina Faso, and I apologize for spending... for spelling Faso wrong in one of the things we put out. Last week, I'd said that 15 people had been killed by Islamist militants. This week, the figure has gone up to over 138 buried in mass graves. That's according to the president, Rochmark Christian Gabori. Then in, in other world news, I'm just going to list some of the things. Um, UK and Australia, there was a letter from Liz Truss, government secretary in the United Kingdom, writing in the Australian, uh, saying that this would be redressing a wrong. There's going to be a trade deal between the UK and Australia. There's a bit of fuss about it in different, in, in different ways, but he's saying... Liz is saying that, or mistrust, mistrust, or whatever, is saying that uh, this is redressing a wrong when the UK joined the common market as it was then and dumped its Australian markets. 
Now, interesting, as regards Australia, I find it, uh, again, fascinating. I'm in the process of applying for a renewed visa, uh, and it's not particularly easy. Uh, one one thing to do would be to get an Australian passport, which um, I can do, unless I was a gazillionaire. The Australians have this global talent independent program where apparently you can get an Australian passport in four days. Ordinary beings take years and thousands of dollars. Uh, they're expanding that program from 5000 per year to 15000 I read that it was $156,000 you need to have earning per year. That actually seems very low. And it's more likely that these are millionaires or billionaires who don't even have to live in Australia. It's back to this world issue of one rule for the rich, one for the poor. All right, let's go to another part of the world. Uh, let's see if you recognize this national anthem. was the Mexican National Anthem. Like many, it's pretty bloodthirsty. Mexicans, at the cry of battle, lend your swords and bridle and let the earth tremble at its centre upon the roar of the cannon. I love this line. Your forehead shall be girded, O fatherland, with olive gardens by the divine angel of peace. For in heaven your eternal destiny has been written by the hand of God. But should a foreign enemy profane your land with his... And so there is used of the foot rather than the spirit think beloved fatherland that heaven gave you a soldier in each son and then war war without truce against those who would attempt to blemish the honor of the fatherland war war the patriotic banners saturate in waves of blood and so on well it's been the mexican election and astonishingly more than 96 politicians have been killed during these elections the voters have denied president andres manuel lopez obrador a mega-majority, although his Marina Party has kept its majority in the lower house of Congress with the support of an ally. Mexico's right-wing opposition also didn't do that well. All right, another bit of world news. Scott Morrison, the Australian Premier, has been invited to three successive G7 summits. And... Uh, the G7 itself is interesting. This meeting's just now, this weekend. It was founded in the mid-1970s at the height of the Cold War. The original G7 members are the US, Britain, Germany, France, Italy, Canada, and Japan. And Japan. Now, the idea was to coordinate economic policy. Um, but then there's a G20, which includes Australia, China, India, and others. Um, however, I think that what's going to go on here is the G7 have invited Australia, India, South Korea and South Africa, all democracies. They're not inviting China. And I think uh, Greg Sheridan, again, writing in The Australian, says that uh, the world is dividing into China and its allies who are largely dictatorships and the West or America and its allies, which are largely 
democracies. One thing at the G7 is the sausage wars. Um, this just sounds farcical, but as with much with the European Union and the UK, uh, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. So, this sausage war, what it's called is, how do we explain this? There's a thing called the Northern Ireland Protocol. And the bottom line is that it's meant that Northern Ireland will stick with the EU regulatory system. But Boris Johnson promised the impossible that there wouldn't be a border between Northern Ireland uh, across the Irish Sea and the, U the rest of the UK. But that is proving out to be impossible. And one of the things is, and this is the pettiness of the EU, is sausage rolls or sausages. They can't be imported or taken from the UK into Northern Ireland. Chicken nuggets, the same, by the way. Um, I'm afraid this is very, very typical of the kind of EU's bureaucracy and tendency to control through regulation. It also seems to me to be fairly typical of the way that the UK government handles these things as well. Yeah, it is a rich man's world. Um, and an, an astonishing story this week. I don't know if you've heard this. Some of the wealthiest people in the world, people who campaign for progressive causes, people who even put money behind parties demanding that the rich pay more, guess what? They paid so little tax. Jeff Bezos, head of Amazon, paid no income tax in 2007 and 2011. George Schwaros went three years in a row without paying any. Uh, Bezos, who's the world's richest man, his fortune leapt by 3.8 billion in one year. He managed to pay, legitimately, to pay no tax by offsetting some of his earnings. The Tesla founder, Elon Musk, paid no personal tax in 2018. When he was asked about this, he just put a question mark. Warren Buffett, inv investor and philanthropist, um, his wealth rose by 24.3 billion US dollars from 2014 to 2018, but he paid only 23.7 million, which is a personal tax rate of 0.1%. Beatles amazes me because he filled, uh, in 2011, when his fortune reached 18 billion, which, understand the word billion, not million, Beatles filed a tax return reporting that he lost money. And his wealth grew to 18 billion. He even claimed and received a $4,000 tax credit for his children. I, I love the fact that the Swaros spokesperson says Mr. Swaros has long supported higher taxes for wealthy Americans, whilst he himself dodges them. Yeah, it's a rich man's world. And then let's move on to sex, sexuality, and sexism. We often look at these things because that's where our world is. Um, and last week, another follow-up item, we reported on the Canadian non-binary cartoon unicorn. This week, have a listen to this on Nickelodeon. Up, I, you, 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 
people And black and brown represent the queer and trans people of colour Okay, apart from murdering the English language, what's wrong with that? Well, it's just astonishing that these children's channels are being used for this kind of propaganda. Do you know what one of the good things, one of the interesting things is we're getting our rainbow flag back because they've got to add in all these extra colours to be inclusive. It's just destroying the way that the LGBT movement, well, the T and Q are now pushing it the other way, uh, had taken over the sign of the Noahic Covenant. But that's all changing. Then this is really, really sad. Uh, I read a report in the Daily Mail. It's part of a, it's actually it, it's part of a fascinating bit of research that they've done. It reflects things here in Australia. It reflects in the US. I'm sure it, it ref, reflects in the UK where it was written about as well. And it shows that basically pornography in schools is a massive problem. So one study in the Archives of Sexual Violence in 2019, teenage boys exposed to violent pornography are two or three times more likely to use violence against sexual partners compared with boys who have not seen it. I mean, just reading the report, I'm not going to say everything here. You know, I know that there are people listening who would find this very discomforting, and I understand that, and I do too. But you know what the, the male solution is? I think it's, oh, it's, yeah. Bring back love, it says. Young people are missing out if love and sex are no longer connected. Remind your daughter she's more than a body to perform sexual services. I would say remind your son as well. Good sex is meant to be fun and intimate, not embarrassing or painful. And let me say this, it's meant to be within the context of marriage. You take all the pressure off if you teach that. And if people believe that, the heartbreaking reality of a teenage girl's sex life is the headline of the article, and indeed it is. That's Scott Ross playing Handel's harpsichord suites. Um, but he didn't know that ha Handel had harpsichord suites. Well, some of you may have done. I didn't know until I discovered that the Royal Academy of Music in London are going to decolonize their collection of unique antique instruments, especially harpsichord, because they are connected to Handel, who once invested in the slave trade. I didn't know that harpsichords were racist that musical instruments could be racist. And remember another follow-up thing. Remember we mentioned Sasa Johnson, who's the BLM activist in London who was shot, and uh, Diane Abbott put out about, oh, you shouldn't have to suffer because of your activism, and she, she immediately tweeted that out. And it turns out, as most people suspected, she wasn't shot because of her activism. She, this was a woman who was shot because of gang violence. Incidentally, she's a woman who, amongst other things, said the white man will not be our equal, but our slave. I, I do hope she recovers. I hope she makes a full recover, recovery, and I hope she gets, uh, how will I put it, more tolerant views. All right, we've gone from Handel. Let's try something a little bit different. <laughs>
apologies for that. If you, that's that's the Sex Pistols, and the, the reason I mention that is because in the 1970s, when all that was around, the the rebels, the punks, largely working class, were anti-royalty. Now it's the woke elites at university. Oxford students have in Magdalen College have voted to take down the print of a 1952 photograph of Elizabeth II, the Queen, on the grounds that depictions of the monarch and the British monarchy represent recent colonial history. Well, let me say this. Oxford represents colonial history, and Oxford should be closed down, and all of these students should immediately be made to go and work in a collective farm somewhere. Ah, Unbelievable. And again, another bit of follow-up. We reported Lisa Kyo, 29, law student at the University of Aberdeen. She's won her case. Remember, she had made remarks about women having vaginas and not being as strong as men. And she's now received a letter from the chair of the Student Disciplinary Board informing her all the complaints against her have been dismissed. Um, the university again come up with this Orwellian gobbledygook the university is committed to upholding freedom of speech on campus. Our uh, code of student discipline does not constrain lawful free speech, but does cover student behaviour. Well, if you say that men can't become women, which is actually true, and yet they deem that to be bad behaviour, they're going to stop you, and that's limiting freedom of speech. But good for her, she's won. Yeah. Um, in Victoria, the revolution eats itself. Victoria here in Australia. The most woke police force in Australia is the Victorian one on every gay pride march, of course. But they were banned this year. Why? Because the young woke in Victoria are taking on other people's battles in the US and now defund the police. Here in this crazy woke world, guess what? Iran, along with China, Bolivia, Cuba and Russia been appointed to the UN Human Rights Committee. I don't need to say anything more about that. But I did come across this. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham, America, rather, will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. Well, here's one wonderful American woman, a midwife, standing up for... Uh, I would say common sense. You've probably heard that we're supposed to start using terms like birthing person and chest feeding and pregnant parent because terms like pregnant woman or mother or breastfeeding are non-inclusive. But I'm a birth doula and a student midwife. And you know what I do for a living is I assist women in labor. And the things that they are doing are uniquely feminine. I just left a birth where the woman was in labor for four days she was pushing for over an hour. She nearly lost her mind and was emotionally broken down by the end of this, but she delivered her baby. It was placed on her chest. There were tears in both her and her husband's eyes and the husband leans in close and he whispers, what a woman. It was a beautiful moment. And you know what would have ruined it? What a birthing person. No, we're not. Well, good for her. Rejecting words like mother because it is non-inclusive. You know, I want to say something. Aren't the point of words that they are exclusive that they distinguish uh, man distinguishes from woman child distinguishes from adult intelligent distinguishes from dumb and so on that's the point of the words they describe they don't include everything or everyone okay remember we said also there's no forgiveness here's an example ollie robinson from the english cricket team over the past few years i've worked hard to turn my life around i've considered 
considerably matured as an adult. The work and education I've gained personally from the PCA, my County Sussex and England cricket team, have helped me to come to terms and gain a deep understanding of being a responsible professional cricketer. I would like to unreservedly apologise to anyone I've offended. My teammates and the game as a whole in what has been a day of action and awareness in combating discrimination from our sport. I don't want something that happened eight years ago to diminish the efforts of my teammates and the ECB as they continue to build meaningful action with their comprehensive initiatives and efforts, which I fully endorse and support. I will continue to educate myself, look for advice and work with the support network that is available to me and to learn more about <clears throat> getting better in this area. I'm sorry and I've certainly learned my lesson today. Now, he's been banned from the English cricket team on the basis of some tweets written nine years ago when he was 18. There is no forgiveness. You listen to that abject apology and it's like something out of Stalinist Russia. All right, I did receive a number of letters this week and I do want to respond to some of them. Um, I'm not going to name people because that's not fair, but uh, here's a young man who goes to school and he does his best and he, he tries to help. And he says, this past night has been more woke than I've ever seen. Due to it being Pride Month, this is a school, we were introducing ourselves with pronouns, among other things, with some using ones far from he and she. Then we were asked that next week, and this is in school, we might sign a pride flag to show we support, this is a state school in Scotland, we support all people, whatever their sex or sexuality is in our group. And this young man says, I feel like it isn't mutually exclusive to agree with them or to respect their different opinions, but I, I doubt they feel that way. And I've had a correspondence with him and, and tried to help and advise, but it's incredible. Or someone else who's written saying they enjoy listening to Quantum, they've been learning Gaelic with Duolingo, and they came across the phrase, she has a wife, to translate. And he... he remarks correctly, how can this be translated into the language spoken in the Garden of Eden beyond me? For those who don't know, um, our, our Gallic friends think that their language was thrown in, spoken in the Garden of Eden. Now the same phrase has recurred several times in the lessons. Um, when the correspondent wrote a negative comment, they were accused of imposing outdated views on others. It's amazing, people just can't see, can they? Like the Sydney Morning Herald said, this is this closed mind. Okay, I'm going to leave you with um, some church news. Rick Warren, best-selling author, U.S. pastor, uh, is stepping down from his church after 42 years. Um, Saddleback Church in California attended weekly by about 23,000 people. Uh, you know, there's lots of things people might want to disagree with Rick Warren. I've benefited from his ministry and from his books. don't agree, obviously, with everything. Particularly, I've benefited enormously from the way he handled the suicide of his son and found that very moving. And here he is um, discussing with Piers Morgan. Right. You see, my issue with that is there are many things in the Bible mm -hmm. which simply today wouldn't fly. Well, you know, I understand you, I mean, that you don't accept you the Bible like I If you like were to look at me in a lustful way, or <laughs> any woman in this audience, according to the Bible, yeah. you should be stoned to death. Now, clearly, we don't do yeah. that anymore. Yeah. So there okay, are a number of things in the Bible which seem very anachronistic. Yeah, okay, let me, let me explain. And therefore, I, one more time, I'm going to come back here. Because right. we're going to keep talking about this, I'm sure, for years to come. And eventually, I'll, I'll beat you down. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> do you think you'll change? I mean, do you, can you see, you're a man I know. I went, he yeah. has this incredible library, Rick yeah. Warren. L literally one of the great libraries I've ever seen in my life, yeah. kept beautifully. You have all these books by all these great scholars. Yeah. Many, many of them yeah. will have evolved their thought processes yeah. over things, yeah. depending on how they see things. Can you see a time when not just you, but other Christian preachers yeah. and indeed the Catholic Church and others say, you know what, actually real equality means everyone has the same right to get married, gay or straight? I cannot see that happening in my life. I fear the disapproval of God more than I fear your disapproval or the disapproval of society. Okay, I've got to say something about peers for that. I mean, first of all, there's ignorance in there. Um, the Bible does not say if you look lustfully, you should be stoned. But Pierce is just such a know-it-all, he has to say that. There's also an irrationality. Do you believe in equality for all? Why are you so against same-sex marriage? And, of course, the answer is that Pierre doesn't believe in equality for all. He would be against marriage, polygamous marriage, I assume, and also incestuous marriage. So we all have standards. And it's the arrogance as well, just the sheer arrogance. But I loved, I absolutely loved Rick's response. I fear the disapproval of God more than I fear, feel the disapproval of you or society. Okay, he had more stuff, but time has definitely gone. And um, we'll come back next week with some of the things that other people have sent me and other letters. It's great to hear from you guys. Uh, guys being used there in the generic sense of guys and girls. Um, please do feel free to contact, feel free to support. I'm going to leave you with this wonderful song from the Sons of Korah. The earth is the Lord's and everything is the world and all men who live in her lands. For he founded it upon the seas, established it on the waters, on the waters. The earth is the Lord's, the earth is the Lord's, and we need to open our mind to that. And hey, Sydney Morning Herald and everyone else who's got a closed mind, open your mind to the Word of God. See you next week. Bye. He will receive blessings from God and vindication from God his Saviour. Such is the generation of those who seek your face, O God, O God of Jacob. Lift up your hands, oh you gates Be lifted up, you ancient doors So that the King, the King of glory May enter in May enter in And who is the King?
mighty in battle, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord.